This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Please welcome the world's number 10, and now you're number 10. It is such a moment for this country. It's such a moment for this league. For the first time in Begin. I think I'm going to repeat myself over and over again. <laughs> it was existential. To be honest, as soon as I saw the free kick given, I thought this is the way it's meant to end. Hey, it must uh, be this the is money. Up your alley. Yeah, Mrs. St. Louis. Here you go. That's right. The lunatics. A little Nelly on the ones and twos. But you know what the great American poet Nelly says in this song, Jordan? <laughs> he says, Hey, must if be you the money. Ride with me. He says that, too. He does say that, too. He's joined Rana and I'm Michelle Smallman. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And that's what Saudi Arabia, what the soccer club Al-Halal is saying to Kylian Mbappe. Hey, must be the money. They're preparing to make a $1.1 billion offer to sign Kylian Mbappe from Paris Saint-Germain. This deal includes a $332 million transfer fee that would be paid to PSG and a $776 million salary paid to Mbappe for one season. Wow. So he is allegedly not interested in this offer. So multiple sources told ESPN that despite the hefty price tag, that Killian, Killian Mbappe is not interested in this offer, that after this contract standoff with PSG, he wants to join Real Madrid. You think if you're like so rich, you get to a point where you're just like, you know what? My quality of living, like, I, and I, I believe this because I'm not any, I'm not even rich. And I'm like, you know what? I'm happy where I am. Like, I wouldn't go move to Saudi Arabia for to double my salary, like just say. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy here. I have family here. Like, I have a life here. Like, there's a price for me for that. Like, but it's like uh, uh, close to like 775 million. Like, what is the price to say, well, you know what? I guess I could go live there for a year. I could go live anywhere, play soccer for El Al Halal, which I, I know nothing about Al Halal as a soccer team at all. I know nothing about it in general. But. There's got to be a price, right, where you're, when you're just so rich, where you're just like, you know what? No, thanks. Well, he's going to make into the hundreds of millions of dollars regardless. If he goes to Real Madrid right. on a free transfer next summer, he could potentially get a hundred million euro signing fee. So he knows he's going to make well into the hundred million, hundred euro million range. Like he's going to make a lot of money. But $776 million, that's a lot to turn down. Seems he like would, a fake number, right? Like it's not even real. It's outrageous. That fee, that bid would make him the most expensive player fee in history. It's more than the $262 million that PSG played, paid for Neymar's rights when the team signed him from Barcelona back in 2017. So it's interesting what some players put their value on. Some players really want to be the highest paid player in their sport and the world. I think they think that that assignment indicates their value. Other players just want to win or their comfort of life or the quality of the club and the league that they play in is more important. But I don't know, Jordan, are you walking away from $776 million? If I'm already making, or if I already have like $500 million in the bank, which Kylian Mbappe probably does, I, I think I would like, I would want to go live, you know, somewhere where I where I consider the most desirable. Like I would put that over the money, like because there's a limit. Like, what are you going to do with all this money? There's a point where you made so much money where I, I just I don't think it's necessary. And I, sometimes I'm like I don't understand why guys 
make these decisions? Like, is is it really that important? He he's gonna have money for him, his family, his you know his his kids, kids like yeah. enough for everybody. So yeah, I understand because so this team when I googled it, uh, Al Halal also made a run at Messi apparently or wanted Messi. They did, but Messi did. wanted to move here. He wanted to live in America in Miami with his family, so he made the move. So I completely understand that. I don't know if you saw the other day. Did you? Did that catch your attention? The whole Messi game. The oh, debut? of course, of course. I am locked into the MLS because I am a girl from St. Louis and St. Louis City SC in their debut season, taking the MLS by storm. But I, of course, <laughs> was locked into Messi's debut. He is. Certainly in the conversation, if not the greatest of all time. And he's on American soil at Inter Miami. him go like he's, run over to his kids after MLS. he scored. Like it's that's so, so great. You, you see, like that's, I understand that that resonates more with me, like making a decision for that. Like this is what you want for you and your family. And this is where you want your family to, your, your his kids are really young, right? They're all really little, maybe like 10 and under. He had three kids. And, like where they're raised, like and where they live, and how and where you you're like your wife also, your wife has to want to go there. Yes, so, uh, I get that decision over just the straight money. And but these numbers are silly seven hundred and seventy six million dollars. They are, but you know, money can't buy everything, I guess. But the, the Saudis, this is really interesting to me. You know, we have talked ad nauseum about live and what they did with golf. Now they're going out, they're, acqui- they're acquiring slash trying to acquire all the big names in soccer. They clearly have unlimited funds. And I just wonder if you, we might see them try to do something with basketball or with the NFL, Jordan. I don't know. It yeah. doesn't have, the NFL doesn't have the same global reach as soccer. I think it's only a matter of time. Or golf. But you know what I mean? I'm just wondering where this ends or if it does end because they are seeing success and what they're doing. They're, they're certainly, there's no limits financially seemingly for them. So I would just be interested to see if we see something like this pop up with the NFL or with the NBA. I think it's only a matter of time before it makes its way over for American sports. I think we've seen it a little bit that investing and part owners and this and that. So, but I, I think it's only a matter of time before they, we really see it come into what we consider our American sports, right? The, like you said, football, basketball, baseball, uh, and really try to bring these sports also and make them more worldwide. And look, that money can do a lot. You can do a lot of things with that kind of money. You know, like that's that's big, big, big money, big time money. So it's interesting. Now the NFL does have a salary cap, so you can't pay a player seven hundred seventy-six million dollars. But what do you think? Try to buy a team. What do you think Saquon's thinking? You know, Kylian Mbappe (laughs) is getting seven hundred seventy-six million dollars offered, and Saquon is like, can I just get like fifteen around here? Like fifteen million a year? Come on, fifteen. You're offering seven hundred and seventy-six million dollars to this guy. Ridiculous. Did you see Giannis tweeted? He he tweeted out essentially, "I look like Mbappe." <laughs> so he's like, "Thumbs up." Um, but we messed. We mentioned Messi's debut for Inter Miami, and it couldn't have gone any better. Jordan he scored the winning goal Sick in his goal. debut. He came in. It was a free kick. Second half stoppage time. They defeated Cruz Azul 2-1. It was the league's opener for both teams. And, you know, that place was packed. The energy was through the roof. And you have all eyes on this one player. And then you put him in, and he goes and scores the winning day, the winning goal in his in his debut. You couldn't have written it any better. Yeah, it's such a, a good look for soccer in our country, right? Because this is 
the biggest soccer star we've ever seen come here, right? He's one of the greatest of all times. It's more in the social media era than like when David Beckham came here. Like, and and most of the time when guys come to this country to play soccer, it's they're at the end of their careers. They're just doing it for that last extra paycheck. They want to come experience and live in America, whatever their their reasons may be. I think this is a little different in that Messi has he still has some years left of being a really really hype. Like he might not be the player he was in his prime, but he's still like the best player in MLS, probably pretty. Pretty handily, right yes. now. Like the second he stepped on the field. Oh, historically, of course, yes. No, but I'm saying now. Like even oh, though could he's, he take over even, any team? Even any though game? he's at the la- the la- that like towards the back end of his career, he still has something left. Well, we're certainly going to see if he can elevate a bad team because Inter Miami is, I believe, the worst team in the league. I know they're at the bottom of their conference, but I believe they have the worst record in the league. Well, would, you look see a game? Right now. would you go oh. see a game if they, when they come here? You live in New York. When they come to New York, New Jersey? You, I don't think I could afford it. I, I don't know, think I could yeah. afford it. The tickets are through the roof to see him everywhere he goes. And I don't blame people for wanting to spend all that money. I would want to see him play. Yeah. So yes, Miami's at the bottom, bottom of the Eastern Conference. They um, hadn't won in like a month or so, I think, before they won the other day. Any in any competition, rough. yeah, they are five, three, and fourteen on the season. So Oof. not great, not great. And we'll see if if one person can elevate that team or how much they can elevate that that team. But you know who doesn't need one person to do that? The U.S. Women's National Team, a soccer all over. Canty and Carlin today on ESPN Radio. I don't know if you are as locked into this as I am, Jordan. I'm obsessed with this team as they go for their three peat. They're trying to win the their third consecutive World Cup title. They were off to a great start. 3-0 win over Vietnam on Friday night. I was watching it, and gosh, this is such a fun team. They have a a really amazing mix of veterans and young, exciting players like Sophia Smith and Trinity Rodman. Mm -hmm. Dennis Rodman's daughter, for those who don't know. That's right, Dennis Rodman's daughter. And it seems like they have everything in place to go out there and get their third World Cup title in a row. My daughter is a 12-year-old soccer player. She plays competitive soccer, so we pay attention to it. So I do I do know about the – I'm pretty into the U.S. women's soccer team when they play just to show her, like, what's going on and everything. And so, yeah. Uh, I just think it's a great time to promote soccer in our country between the two of those things together happening right now at a time when there isn't that much going on. I think it's an opportunity for – to grow the sport in the country, in our country. And we've, 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 how many times have we heard this? Like, it's going to, you know, it's going to grow. It's going to get bigger over the years and it never really competes with our top sports. But this is another opportunity. I think this is a key point in this, this sport in our country to see wh- how big it can get with Messi here. And at the same time, the U.S. women's soccer team could win their third straight World Cup. They're obviously going to be in the running. You know, Jordan, when I was growing up, that women's team that won in 1999, I played soccer my entire life, that they were everything to me. Yeah. Mia Hamm, Brandi Chastain, Brianna Scurry, Julie Foudy. I mean, they. I had Mia Hamm posters all over my room. I only wanted the, the green herbal essences shampoo because she was in the ads, you know. And I just think about how that team positioned the way that we view women's soccer in this country. And now we have this group of women that's going for their third 
consecutive World Cup title. And when you think of American sports on the global stage, isn't this what we want? This is what we think about. We are the best. We're unapologetic about it. We're dominant. No one can touch us. We're going to win our third World Cup in a row. It yeah. just It's such a pride point for our country. It's very galvanizing. And I just, it's it's so amazing for me to see as someone that grew up loving women's soccer my entire life that we are at this point with the state of of soccer of women's soccer specifically in our country well if you look at it and how many kids and people like youth in this country play side they play you know more soccer than any other sport that there is you're just wondering at what point is it going to stick and become you know keep growing as a professional sport and uh you know they, they weren't able to do it after that 99 u.s women's team uh, they've done it in recent years, created a professional league, and now this is another opportunity for them to take it, capitalize on if they could have success, growing it even more. So we'll see. Jordan Ronan, Michelle Smallman, Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? It's good bet, bad bet. Texans and Bears edition, Jordan. Let's bring Eric into the conversation. He's going to be our our host today. Eric, what do you got for us? From from European football to American football. Oh, look at that. That's a segue. That's a segue. That's what we call it in this business. We need the club horn for that one. That was good. Good work. All right, there we go. I had to give it it to myself. You called for it. All right, so uh, yes, it's ESPN Radio, two-a-days, and today's two teams are Texans and the Bears. We're going to start with the Chicago Bears here. Their win total on Caesar Sportsbook is at 7.5. Minus 125 for the over and plus 105 for the under. That's, again, seven and a half wins is the total. Michelle, you going to go over or under there? You know what? I'm going to go under. Would they win three games last year? I think that they would. I know the division is weak. I know we're all really high on Justin Fields and DJ Moore right now. I think it's a successful season if they double it and get six. So I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm also going under. I was just thinking, I still think the Packers are a better roster than them. I still think the Vikings have a better roster than them. And I also think the Lions have a better roster than them. So, seven and a half, a little too high. Seven, six or seven wins I, I see that team having. All right, let's go to the quarterback position. And Justin Fields, he ran for over 1,000 yards last season. And the number right now on Caesar Sportsbook is 875 and a half. So, Jordan, you're going to go over or under Justin Fields' 875 rushing yards. I'll take the over. I know he's going to throw more. He should be more successful. He has DJ Moore. He's a better receiving core, better weapons. But I still think he's a weapon. That's a weapon that they're going to use and they're going to use a lot. And uh, I just think if. There's like five or six quarterbacks last year that were in that 800 yard range. I think he'll do it again, and he, you know, get around 900. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going on the over here, even though we know that he has that weapon in DJ Moore, and he's um, bound, hopefully, bound to be better through the air this year. I still can't imagine that he would rush for almost less than half of what he did last year. So I would definitely take the over on this one. I think this one might be the easiest pick on the board. All right, you mentioned that they're going to throw the ball a little bit more this season. Jordan, you mentioned DJ Moore, uh, the acquisition that they made uh, for the number one overall pick. He's His line for receiving touchdowns this season is at 5.5, plus mm-hmm. 110 the over, minus 140 on the under. So 
Michelle, DJ Moore receiving TDs. Are you going over five? Yeah, I'm going to go over five. I think that we're going to see these two connect a lot this year. I'm definitely going over five and a half. I'm going to go under because I, I just looked at it and I was like, okay, you know, he had seven last year. I should definitely take the over. And he played with the quarterback, questionable quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But that's the only year in his career he ever had more than five and a half touchdowns. He had four, three years in a row before that. He he's not the biggest number biggest guy, so that's not his strength. So I don't think red zone like touchdowns. I don't. It's going to be tough for him to get six, seven, eight touchdowns this year. I, I'm going to go under. All right, and you both didn't like the over seven and a half, so I'm going to skip the plus four hundred to win the NFC North. In case you were wondering what the number was for the Chicago Bears, nah. Yeah, this is good nah. bet. Bad bet here on ESPN Radio, along with Michelle Smallman and Jordan Renan. Uh, and let's go to the Houston Texans here. Their win total is at six and a half right now. Can't believe it's that high. I know. I know. So the over is plus one twenty. The under is minus one forty. So if you like that minus one forty, that's, that's a pretty good number there. So Jordan, I'll start with you there. You like the the under for win total of six and a half for the Houston Texans? I want to say uh, uh, under, like in a snap second. I'm like Vegas is too smart for them to make this number. And then, so the Giants were seven and a half last year, and they were a bad team the year before. But they had the super easy schedule in a in a division that wasn't expected to be so good. So for that reason, I'm going to go for the Texans to surprisingly go over because that win wow. total is six and a half. It's such a weird number. And they're in a bad division. The AFC South is, is terrible. I'm still not the biggest believer in, in the uh, – um, who's the favorite? Not the, the, the Titans. I'm not a big believer in the Titans either. But uh, the Jaguars, and I don't think the Colts are very good. But, like, there's winnable games in that division. I could see them winning three games in that division just to start, plus easy schedule. You know what? They'll get the seven. So they have the third easiest strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. So I understand – why you would want to lean over because of uh, you're right Vegas isn't putting Vegas in here without but I still have to go under this is why I don't gamble you guys I still yeah. have to go under I do not so like to this, take the, the sucker risk. bet right this is they're, they're luring in one. the suckers that's what they call it they want, uh, they want the suckers I'm not calling you a sucker I'm just yes, saying in general but three thirteen and one last year rookie quarterback I mean we we all have a lot of confidence in CJ Stroud we we think he's going to be great is it going to translate this early I don't know I definitely am going under yeah. Well, speaking of C.J. Stroud, his passing yards total on Caesar Sportsbook is 3,380.5 over under that. So, Michelle, 3,380 yards. Will C.J. Stroud throw for more or less? Ooh, we know that he is very good through the air. He uh, over 8,000 career passing yards at Ohio State on 830 career pass attempts. So we, we know he's got the arm. We know he's got the accuracy. But that still feels like a lot. A rookie? I just... It's not a great team. I, I don't, I'm confused why Vegas is, is higher on the Texans than it, seemingly they are on yeah, paper. I agree. So I'm going to go under here, too. I'm going to go under as well. I, I get it. I get it. He's a better thrower coming out of college than Justin Fields, or at least had done more. But, man, Justin Fields threw for 2,200 yards. This is like a, a frame of reference there. So that number is huge in comparison the Texans are going to try and win games, you know, protect him, run the football, rely on defense. The things you do with a young quarterback. So, no, I'm not going to say that they're, they're just going to let him go around there, sling it around, and throw for 3,400, 3,500 yards. No, no chance. 
All right, one more here. I found this one very intriguing. Uh, they're the, currently the favorites at plus 650. The Texans are... The, the, the How's that possible? Odds. Well, the favorites in terms of being the no, lowest, I know. the lowest scoring regular season I know, team. But with with that many passing yards they're predicting for the quarterback, the it would be pretty hard to be the lowest scoring team. Yeah, none of this is making sense. So much, the math much, isn't mathing. Michelle, what do you think? Uh, plus six fifty, lowest scoring regular season team, Houston Texans. Good bet or bad bet? I think that's a good bet. You think they're going to be one of the lowest scoring teams? Yeah, I definitely think they're going to be the one of the lowest scoring regular season teams, if not the lowest. Again, I know, easy schedule, bad division, but still, they were not great last year, you guys. Rookie quarterback, I'm not believing in them. Nah, give me the Colts, give me the Commanders. The Cardinals. Give me the Falcons, the Panthers, the Cardinals. Yeah, all these teams before I'm, before I'm going with the Houston Texans. Yeah, I think the Texans might not score a ton, but... It, I don't. I'm not putting them as the worst offensive team in the league. They'll be up there though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be great. He's Jordan Ron on Michelle. The second worst. Yeah, they'll be in the mix. Coming up next here on Candy and Carlin, has Aaron Rodgers found his new Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson? What's the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the AFC East? We're going to get into that after Jordan has this from Indeed. If you're finding yourself needing to find your next great hire, then you need Indeed. Their hiring solution makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. You can conveniently schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed hiring dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits when you conduct virtual interviews. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. We want to be a part of a place that has high expectations. Everything's too high. The praise, the expectations, all of it for Aaron Rodgers, who's been a great player, but is nearing 40 years old. You know, he brings a lot of wisdom to the quarterback room. He brings a lot of confidence to the offensive side of the ball. I believe Aaron Rodgers coming to this football team is going to pay huge dividends. I'm not going to beat around the bush, man. We want to win a Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, you don't make moves in the offseason like we did unless you're trying to get there. You know, that's, that's the mindset. We want to have those expectations. Could the hype be any higher? Jordan Ronan, I'm Michelle Smallman, around the New York Jets than it is right now. It's insane. No, no. It really can't. I mean, they're the only team going now, too. So, like, everybody's just eating up everything that Garrett Wilson made this catch the other day at practice and everyone's fawning over it. But the idea that the Jets, who haven't made the playoffs in a dozen years, like have to make the the Super Bowl in order for this season to be a success, like that just tells you how crazy the hype is. Like that's that's ludicrous. They haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. Yes. And And now wait, if they don't don't make the Super Bowl, it's a failure? Like – Think about that for a second. If you're a Jet fan, just take the playoff. Take a playoff win. That'd be amazing for you. To win the Super Bowl, you know how hard that is? It's hard, trust me. Oh, it is hard. But when you acquire an MVP, when you acquire a Super Bowl champion, when the rhetoric surrounding your team is we're only a quarterback away, and then you get one of the best ever. The Chiefs acquired Joe Montana once upon a time. I get it. They didn't win a Super Bowl. But then he's coming in, Jordan. Tom Brady did win in in Tampa. He did, do, he did do that. But he's coming in and he's like, that Lombardi looks lonely. You know, he is leaning into it. So yeah. if you're a Jets fan, how are you not swept up in this Super Bowl or bus conversation? Canty and Carlin's presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Just visit Progressive.com. So you you mentioned that Garrett Wilson touchdown in camp on Sunday that got everybody buzzing. So we know Garrett Wilson, the mm-hmm. 2022 NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. We know what he is. We know what Aaron Rodgers is. We're expecting big things from these two. And it seems like they're already developing that chemistry, that rapport. The video went viral. People were really excited about this unreal catch, so much so that even Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers' former favorite target, posted the touchdown to his IG story and said, these two are about to act up this year. So even Devontae Adams thinks that big things are in store for Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. What do you think, Jordan? I'm a big Garrett Wilson. Like I thought he was awesome last year, and I thought I thought he's a stud. So, yeah, obviously to play with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, even if he's a deteriorating quarterback, it's a gazillion times better than what they had out there last year when Zach Wilson was the worst quarterback in the NFL or at the bottom three. So, yeah, I mean, I expect big things from them. They're going to have a huge year, the two of them together. Um, I mean, Garrett Wilson would have a big year with anyone. He had over 1,000 yards as a rookie with no quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just think about that for a second. You have to be an absolute stud in order to do that. So I'm I'm big on that bandwagon. So is Garrett Wilson the new Devontae Adams for Aaron Rodgers? Here's our ESPN NFL analyst, Ryan Clark. 
Well, he's definitely found his new go-to guy. I think we disrespect Devontae Adams a little bit, saying that a second-year player is going to be all that he has been in this league throughout his career. But Garrett Wilson is a talented wide receiver. There's speed, there's quickness, there's route running, there's jumping ability, there's catch radius. He showed all of those things last year with Zach Wilson and Mike White playing the quarterback position. And we're already seeing this connection between he and Aaron Rodgers early on in New York Jets camp. If Garrett Wilson is healthy, expect him to be a Pro Bowl caliber player. And not only it's not only about him, though. It's about Alan Lazard, who the Jets go out and get. Nathaniel Hackett, Brees Hall at the, at the running back position, and McCole Hartman, who was also added along with Conklin and Uzama at the tight end position. He has a plethora of skilled players to throw the football to, and Aaron Rodgers will know how to utilize them. So what do you think? When we look at that division... The AFC East is Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Is that tandem the best quarterback wide receiver duo in in the division? What do you think, Jordan? Well, we have Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson for the Jets. You have Tua and Tyreek Hill with the Dolphins, right? And then you have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs with the Bills. Forget the Patriots. They don't have A, a number one receiver or B, even a high-end quarterback right now. So, yeah. So those three, out of those three, the best combination to me is Allen and Diggs, right? They've been, you you put them up against anybody in this league the last three years, their numbers are top three in just about every category. So to me, and I know people are down on them a little this year, that there's a Diggs drama, Mm -hmm. but he might be a step below, and I'm talking about Diggs, Tyreek Hill, as a receiver, but Josh Allen is 10 steps above Tua. So to me, that's a no-brainer between those two. And Aaron Rodgers, at this point, I'd rather have Josh Allen. I know some people might disagree, but I think Josh Allen is better than Aaron Rodgers at this point. And then Stephon Diggs, until Garrett Wilson does what Stephon Diggs has done, right? I don't see how you could say he's better than, than Stephon Diggs. You'd rather have him right now instead of Stephon Diggs. So right. to me, it's the Bills duo. So I am with you on everything you said, but if but, I'm, but, but Jordan, if I am picking that was a duo, I'm going with Tyreek and I'm going with Tua. Now, so much of this hinges on Tua's health and we don't know if he can stay healthy this season. But last year, the numbers that Tyreek Hill put up with to a not being under center every game, it was career best. He had personal best in catches and receiving yards. And Tua was, let's see, he led the league in yards gained per completion and passer ratings and yards gained per pass attempt while he was healthy. So I think if he can remain on the field, and I know that that's tough to prognosticate, that those two with another year under their belt, I think they could be the best duo. So here's, my, here's my complaint with that. I just don't understand how you can stack those. We're talking, you know, quarterback and wide receiver. So it's a total of six players, three teams. How you can stack them up and have Tua even on the same stratosphere as Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. So to me, like I, I can't, I can't go that direction. And I, Tyreek's great. He, he's, he pro- he's probably he's probably the best of the three. But two is so far below the other two to me that I wouldn't be able to land on that. See, I just look at him as such a weapon. I don't 
even though we're seeing it in practice with Wilson and Rogers, let's see it translate in the regular season. Fair. I don't know about the, I don't know about the drama between Diggs and Allen. And, you know, Josh Allen's a great quarterback. I have concerns about the interceptions, especially in the red zone. You know, listen, do I think he's better than Tua? Absolutely, 100%. But I just think that Tyreek is Everybody's such going a singular weapon. with the Josh Allen. It's this red zone interception thing is not a long-term problem. It was never a problem until this past season. He had a bad stretch, a bad season, and he was banged up and got in and got injured. It happens. Like he, there's no, there's nothing else historically that says that that's going to be a problem. That that should be a a consistent problem. So I, I don't know. I, I I think people are just sleeping on the on the Bills right now, which is which is kind of crazy to think because last year they were the the popular pick, right? The, the everyone's jumping on the Bills. They're, they're going to win. They're the Super Bowl favorites this year, this year, yeah. and now everyone has so far jumped the shark the other direction. And do you think it's because we're talking so much about the Jets? In that division that we just and and what we've talked about with them this off off season has been drama related. Yeah, absolutely. I a hundred percent. We're prisoners of the, the moment. Uh-huh, exactly. That's my whole point. And I think it's just that the fact that they are so, um, I don't know. They they haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs. So they're so regular season dependent that then because of that, everyone said, well, they can't get over the hump. They're not. They're not that good. But they went thirteen and three last year. They went thirteen and three, and everyone's like, "Ah, they're not a real." <laughs> He's Jordan Ron on Michelle Smallman, and coming up next, Jordan's going to give you the play of the night. Plus, Jordan Addison going with the old do- dog ate my homework excuse. We're going to tell you about it next on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio's NFL Two Days continue. In depth preview of every team in the National Football League. So badly want to bring Super Bowl here. NFL Two Days. Two teams every day. Touchdown, what a start! As we storm toward the start of the 2023 NFL season, NFL Two Days continues right here on ESPN Radio. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Jordan Ronan and Michelle Smallman. And Jordan, let's taste some money. You got the play of the night. Uh, yeah, I do. So this is an easy one for me. I was looking at the games. It's a, you know, it's a baseball slate out there today. We're talking about Monday in the middle of the summer. But you got the Cincinnati Reds, okay? Okay. Good young team. Like the Reds. Very exciting. Right? L.A. So, De La Cruz, we love them. Yeah, definitely. They're plus 100. They're on the road, I get it, but to the Milwaukee Brewers. The, the Reds have won five straight. Okay, L.A. De La Cruz. I like Matt McClain, too. Stud. Young player, shortstop. I'm not betting against the Reds at this point when they're on fire. This is a team that already ripped off a 12-game winning streak. They lost five in a row in their underdogs. I get it on the road to the Brewers when Colin Ray's pitching, who's got sporting a 4-6 ERA is nothing special. Like, I'm taking the Reds. The Reds, the Reds are the play tonight. Okay. Pound the Reds. There you go. You heard Jordan Ron on hitting the table. The Reds are the play of the night. All right, well, let's get to three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is 
Three and out. Sometimes it's the best. Sometimes it's the worst, Jordan. I think this one might fall under the worst. Minnesota Vikings receiver Jordan Addison got in trouble. He was driving 140 miles an hour last week. He was cited (laughs) and the charges included misdemeanor charges for speeding and reckless driving. Here is what was in the description of the incident that was issued by the Minnesota State Patrol. Addison said, quote, that his dog was having an emergency at his residence, and that was the reason for his speed. Might I remind you, Addison was driving just after 3 a.m. and was clocked at 140 miles an hour. The speed limit in that area was 55. 140. 140. He was driving a Lamborghini. 140. Yep. And he was saying... I'm I'm racing home. My dog is having an emergency at home. Do you buy it? Should have just went with his dog ate his homework. <laughs> First of all, he's out at three in the morning and he's going home. Remember, that's kind of like the ba- backwards here, right? Yep. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. That's uh, feel like that's when you when you get caught going one forty. That's just a good excuse to come up with to try and get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I would say? It's a Lambo. I just, I had to do it. My bad. Just give me the ticket. It's a Lambo. I don't know. It's not just a ticket. That's 140. You're lucky you didn't kill somebody. I mean, it's just oh, what we I'm saw not saying Henry he was Rose. right. But like, I'm going home at 140 to get my dog at 3 a.m. You have a better chance of getting out of it if you just say, I messed up. I am so sorry. You probably aren't going to get out of it either way. If you got pulled over, what, do you have an excuse in your back pocket? Officer, I'm sorry I, I did X. X is happening in my life. No, I don't have a, a pre-written excuse, but I will say <laughs> uh, I don't have a dog, so and I also don't have usually like empathy for animals traditionally or humans while I'm at it, so yeah. I, <laughs> I just don't think that that one, it clearly didn't fly. It, it clearly wasn't a great excuse. My dog's having an emergency. Wait, so at Michelle, home, do, you, do you have one? Do you have an excuse when in, when in doubt? Yeah, I don't feel well. Lady problems. You wouldn't understand, officer. <laughs> thanks to Shannon. Thanks to Eric. Great work from Jordan Rana and Michelle Smallman. It's been Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Keep it here because Joe and Amber is next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.